0: Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Star Wars 7x7 episode 3509. We're gonna do one last little thing about Star Wars Squadrons because there are a lot of new things that were introduced in Star Wars Squadrons, new planets, new characters, new ships and whatnot, but there was also one very mysterious thing that was (laughs) mentioned in supplementary material and it's related to the Battle of Endor and I'm deeply curious about it. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars Joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So... Star Wars Squadrons, we were talking a lot about it over the past month, basically. We did a bunch of episodes going through the story mode. We talked about the two short stories that were released to supplement and be tie-ins for it. We did a final review and whatnot. There was also a lot of supplementary material released both on EA's website about the planets and the characters and the ships, and also on StarWars.com in their databank. They put in entries for all of the major characters that were introduced in Star Wars Squadrons, and also so the ships and uh, even Varsha, the planet where that first um, uh, little prequel movie, Hunted, that appeared on YouTube before the release of the game. Like, there's information on that as well. But the unusual entry in the databank has to do with the Temperance, which is that MC-75 Mon Cala cruiser, you know, like the kind that Admiral Raddus had, the profundity in Rogue One. Well, the Temperance is the ship that is your flagship for Vanguard squadron in the game. The databank entry on the Temperance refers to a battle that it had been in at the same time as the Battle of Endor was going on. Now, we know from having seen Return of the Jedi that, <laughs> that George Lucas did not insert any other random ships in there that we know about, or at least any random capital ships in the special edition, so we don't have any MC-75s that went to Endor to fight. This means that there were obviously other rebel ships kicking around the galaxy that were not involved in the Battle of Endor. Fine, fair enough. Although I do think you kind of get the idea from the movie when Vader says, you know, what are the rebel fleet massing near Sullust, like that they were putting everything they had into the battle, but eh, I guess not. Anyway, the temperance was out by the Hosnian system, where Hosnian Prime is. And according to the databank entry on the Temperance, the Empire launched an attack on the Core Worlds. We don't necessarily know what the details are of this attack, but suddenly an Imperial Armada showed up in the Hosnian system, and the Temperance was one of two MC-75 cruisers that defended the area. The other one was the Accordance, and apparently the Accordance was destroyed in the attack. The survivors from the Accordance were taken onto the Temperance, and that's pretty much all we know about the story. And just like it raises the question of how come there were rebel ships that were not involved in the Battle of Endor, how come there weren't Star Destroyers involved in the Battle of Endor also? I guess they had other ships that were messing around in other parts of the galaxy. But I'm saying it's Star Destroyers, we don't know for sure. All we know from the databank entry is that it was a quote-unquote armada, and (laughs) quote-unquote armada? And that's it. We don't know why they were attacking the Core Worlds. That also seems a little bit wild because, unless I'm terribly mistaken, the Core Worlds were pretty well under the sway of the Empire at that point. It's really like the Outer Rim where there was trouble festering in places, and maybe a bit in the Mid-Rim, too. Trouble festering in terms of rebellious activity, for example, or, you know, smugglers and scoundrels and whatnot. Like, that's where that activity was comparatively rife. So, why the Core Worlds? That also remains a mystery. Now, there are five planets that we know about in the Hosnian system. There's Ratio, Quartzilius, Cordata, Hosnian, yeah, there's a planet called Hosnian and another planet called Hosnian Prime, which is a little confusing, but hey, it is what it is. We barely know anything about the other four planets, but Hosnian Prime has appeared in a fair amount of Star Wars storytelling, been referenced in various Star Wars storytelling. During the events of Star Wars Squadrons, there's an outpost at Hosnian Prime that you playing as Titan Squadron, you have to go get... Uh, information from an Imperial agent, Agent Thorne, who's there, which suggests that not long after the Battle of Endor, Hosnian Prime goes to the New Republic pretty quickly. And that sort of thing doesn't happen overnight necessarily, so you might intuit or infer from that that Hosnian Prime had some significant rebel ties, rebel activities, although being in the Core Worlds, I can't imagine that that would have escaped the notice of the Empire, and they were probably trying to be on top of it as much as possible. That being said, the Empire did have facilities on Hosnian Prime, and we know that from the backstory of Iden Versio from Battlefront 2 Inferno Squad and various other Star Wars storytelling. So Iden was at the Battle of Yavin, and her fighter was damaged, she was injured, she ended up recovering and debriefing at an Imperial base on Hosnian Prime. So whatever this battle was in the Hosnian system, on the same day as the Battle of Endor, I hope we get to find out more about it at some point, and hopefully sooner rather than later. Fingers crossed. But that's what I've got for you on today's episode of the podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, I hope you'll consider leaving a rating or a review on your favorite podcast app. I hope you'll consider liking, subscribing, joining, whatever the call to action is on the app you use. You can also share the show with other people you know who love Star Wars, who love podcasts, who love videos of Star Wars podcasts. And if you want to go even one step further, you can support the show for just $1 a month. Like, that's, that's all. And it does really make a difference. You can do that at patreon.com SW7X7. And thank you very much for considering it. So it just remains for me to say, thank you so much for joining me for this episode as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be.